welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one fantastic page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Aruva 95, we read about what I have to confess is probably my favorite, or at least one of my favorite mitzvot, one of my favorite commandments, putting on tefillin or phylacteries, if you're into that kind of thing. Here's a little taste from the duff. And if you wish, says the Talmud, say instead that the dispute should be understood as follows. Everyone agrees that Shabbat is a time for phylacteries, and here they disagree with regard to whether or not fulfillment of mitzvot requires intent. The first Tanah holds. To fulfill a mitzvah, one needs intent. Therefore, if one dons phylacteries, if one puts on tefillin, without intent to fulfill the mitzvah, no mitzvah is performed, and he's merely carrying a burden. However, if he has intent to fulfill the mitzvah, he may don no more than one pair. If he does so, he violates the prohibition against adding two mitzvot. I want to talk more about tefillin. I want to really get to understand this beautiful mitzvah. And I want to welcome my dear friend, my teacher, one of the people who spreads so much light and joy and Judaism in the world. Hello to you, Rabbi Mordechai Lightstone. Hi, Leo. How are you doing today? The Force of Nature Behind Tech Tribe, which everyone should check out. Give us the URL. MyTechTribe.org. Amen to that. Rabbi Lightstone, let me ask you this. You know, the Lubavitcher Rebbe famously made tefillin sort of one of the core initiatives, one of the things that he really insisted or, or taught us all that we should be doing as a kind of way to plug in, to connect. I have to tell you, before I started doing it, I really didn't understand why that was so important, why focus on this from all the mitzvot. I have a much deeper understanding now, but in light of today's page, I really want to ask you, you know, Chabad are known for, for having people in you know, street corners on campuses kind of asking people if they put on tefillin today. So why do you guys do it? Why, why did the Rebbe think that tefillin were so important? What is it about tefillin? Right. So the, the kind of the famous campaign of, of really focusing on getting every uh, Jewish, you know, uh, boy after bar mitzvah and, and man to put on tefillin began in the lead up to the Six Day War. Essentially, uh, tefillin can have two properties. One is that the Gemara speaks about how they are compared to all the other mitzvahs. There are several commandments that have that property, but the idea is that tefillin in a certain way kind of encapsulate the entire Torah. So by getting someone to do that mitzvah that one time has that kind of general, you know, connection to the, the totality of all the commandments. But more than that, in the build-up to the war, when it really was this, you know, calamitous time and, and Jews around the world were incredibly afraid about what was going on in Israel, the Rebbe pointed out that if, uh, I'm sure all your readers will remember back when you were learning Sechtes Brachis on Daf Vav, on, on page 6, where it speaks about tefillin, that when it says, a person puts on tefillin, that all the people will see when the, the Jewish people put on tefillin, they'll become afraid of them, they'll be struck with this fear, and tefillin have this property the Gemara over there says that by putting on tefillin, it, it raises up, you know, kind of Jewish pride and Jewish prowess. And those people who seek to do negative things to the Jewish people become afraid of them and uh, dissipate on their own. On today's page, we learned that there is this deep correlation between the intent of doing the mitzvah and doing the mitzvah itself. In other words, if I just put on the tefillin in the morning because I feel I have to or this is what I believe we should do, it's one thing. But to do it properly, I really have to have what we call kavana, right? Intent, really kind of focus and prepare. Explain a little bit to those of us who maybe have never done it or maybe haven't done it in a while. 
How does this work? What, what, what actually happens when you put on tefillin? How does the spiritual technology actually impact you? There's a fascinating story with the Rebbe, a uh, computer scientist. This is back in the early 70s when computers were the size of like a gymnasium. And all they could do was, you know, calculate numbers that, you know, your, your smartwatch could do today. But the you know, computer scientist came to the Rebbe and said that if everything is in the Torah and everything is, is written in there and captured in there and hidden there, everything that's going to happen, where are computers? You know, I'm working on this cutting edge technology. I don't see it hinted to in the Torah. So the Rebbe told him that uh, tefillin are the paradigm for computer technology. So this person asked the Rebbe, you know, what does that mean? How so? So the Rebbe said, what's a computer? A computer essentially takes different disparate technologies. You know, you have a typewriter, you have a, an adding machine, you have, you know, when screens are involved, you have a television screen, you have all these different things. But it's, it combines them together and synthesizes them in a new way to create a new paradigm of connectivity that can accomplish things that, you know, you couldn't do until this point in time. And that's really what Tefillin are. Tefillin, they go on the arm opposite the heart and on the head. And that represents in a person, we have different faculties. We have the power to think, the power to do, and we have our emotions. And often there's a dissonance there where, you know, our thoughts want to go one way, our emotions another way, our actions are a third thing. And there's just this general kind of, you know, breakdown in a person's, you know, life on how to bring these different powers together. And Tefillin represent taking this moment on a, on a spiritual level and say, I'm going to harness my thoughts, my actions, my emotions. I'm going to take all of them and I'm going to use them to connect to this superpower, to connect to God and bring down that transcendent power into my life. And through that, to kind of create a, a unifying effect in everything I do. And so that is the kind of it. I got to tell you, I started doing this five, maybe six years ago. And I think your description is absolutely perfect. You and I are both you know, science fiction and comic book geeks. And, and it really is like this moment, right, when you put in the sort of like the infinity gauntlet, right, like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and like all the powers within you unite into one kind of beautiful force that, that plugs you in, uh, you know, into the matrix, into to, to mix my yeah. science fiction metaphors here, that plugs you in to the divine. Rabbi Lightstone, thank you so much for being our guest. My pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.